Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 42 of Be With Me. We're in the book of 1 Corinthians, and today we're going to learn about wives making God look good. And we're going to look at that by understanding what headship is. Uh, we looked at it yesterday, and we learned that everybody is under authority, men, men, women, husbands, and wives. It's specifically a passage about husbands and wives. Uh, that there is spiritual and marital headship. It's modeled by Christ. Christ models the job of the husband and models the job of the wife. Uh, so he's the perfect model. That's the good news. The bad, the bad news is we have an imperfect model in human beings. Now, we remember that this is founded on the pattern and the plan of God. It's founded for our goodness. This, this teaching is for our uh, benefit. So the, the passage is about head coverings. That's uh, uh, superficially what it's about. And I think that's a uh, optional. I don't think uh, women today need to wear head, covering, head coverings in church. There's four parts of the passage that say that it's a symbol and you can judge for yourselves about this. And it was a practice of the time and it was a tradition. But the part of it that's not uh, a tra- tradition um and optional is the is the part of headship. So let's listen here. This I'm going to start in verse 10 of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. That is why a wife ought to have a symbol of authority on her head because of the angels. Nevertheless, in the Lord, woman is not independent of man, nor man of woman. For as a woman was made from a man, so man is now born of woman. And all things are from God. Judge for yourselves. Is it proper for a wife... To pray to God with her head uncovered. Does not nature teach, nature itself teach you that if a man wears long hair, it is a dis- disgrace for him, but if a woman has long hair, it is her glory, for her hair is given to her as for a covering. If anyone is inclined to be contentious, we have no such practice, nor do the churches of God. Okay, so this is something that we we have free will in and we can uh, resist. And if you're inclined to be contentious or say that I won't, this is an area that that could be applied to, but I don't recommend it. The idea here is we're heading towards uh, headship in uh, marriage. This is less uh, a, a commentary about the relationship between men and women, but more of a commentary on uh, the relationship between husbands and wives. And the idea here is we we are supposed to have a husband, we talked about that yesterday, who is sacrificing and serving and meeting the needs of his wife in in one way, that is by being the head, and the wife is sacrificing and serving and meeting the needs and unifying their marriage uh, by uh, understanding and, and fulfilling her role in this uh, headship and having a head. The, now, men, we talked about yesterday, that uh, their failure is abdication, and they can disgrace their spiritual office, and they can forget their head and do this wrong. So men, I, I, I think their tendency is to forget their headship and deny their identity. Uh, so they can either do that by abdication, saying, uh, you know, I don't, don't have to do that. Or they can abuse it and forget their forget their interdependence, forget that Jesus died, that He sacrificed, and He served the needs uh, of His of His uh, wife in 
uh, a headship sort of a way, which turns out to be service. So how did Christ, how was Christ the head of the church? Well, by sacrifice and uh, meeting the needs uh, of it. All right, back to women. So I think women, wives, can forget their head, and specifically the way they do, might do that is to fight their heads. That is not submit, honor, and cooperate, and to declare themselves as independent, and forget that this was modeled by Jesus, and to forget that this is not optional. Uh, uh, there is no plan B, if you will, uh, with regards to headship. This is uh, this is it. So we don't get the choice to self-identify as independent in in this way in a marriage. The goal here is that we that we're moving towards unity, to, towards peace, to, towards productivity, towards alignment, towards being one team, towards having a unified purpose. Um, now, in the world, there are difficult things, and we come against the world, and we're supposed to fight against it uh, and resist a lot of things, but not here. So for some, for some of my uh, sisters in Christ to our, our wives, uh, I think this is the most difficult concept in the Bible. And I think that's grievous because of all the other things. Remember that God is moving forward and he's saying these things for our benefit and for our holiness and for a blessing. And I don't think it's fair to say to God, hey, you're wrong about this and I just won't do it. Uh, Rather, let's say I will do it, even though it's hard. And though I may be inclined to fight against it, I'm not going to do it. So if it's difficult for you, uh, my female sister who happened to be wise, know that it was difficult for Jesus to do this too. Think of the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, he's got this uh, temptation and and maybe he's going to want to drive the bus and, and not do the Father's will. Uh, and eventually says, no, this is, it's your will be done. And, and by that, he accomplished the greatest thing in in, in all of history. So if you if you think that this is difficult, uh, you may be looking towards the wrong head, which is, let's talk about uh, the imperfect head that we have. There's an imperfect person, a man, who is trying to be unified with you, uh, but he's probably doing the service and the the honoring of you in a in a less than perfect way. So let's look to our perfect Savior who did it right. He rescued the world. He accomplished the unity um, and made no division. So the call here is my to my sisters, you have been given a covering. You have been given a head in your husband, a help, one who has chosen to be interdependent with you. It is your glory. Um, uh, headship makes you look good. Headship is makes God look good. Your Savior did the same. He modeled this. Jesus made God look good with this. Jesus made the Trinity look good with this. And Jesus made himself look good with this. And similarly, I think you, uh, wives, can make, your, make God look good by understanding headship. I think you can make uh, yourself look good. And I think you can make marriage look good by honoring this concept. So don't abdicate uh, your pipe. Wives, seek to make God look good in headship. This makes you look good. It makes God look good. It makes your husband look good. So let's show his excellent excellence in understanding, obeying, and living out headship. Thanks for listening.